Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And we are back. Hour number three for El Coast to Coast here with you on a Wednesday Carver High and the Prime Minister, Cam Stewart, in for Scotty on SportsGrid and SportsGrid Radio. Great to have everybody aboard here. Uh, of course, Joe's usually with me out on assignment today. Joe will be with me tonight. Carver and Lisi, uh, 8 p.m. East on SportsGrid Radio. Uh, we're looking forward to it, but I have Cam with me here for the final hour. Now, Cam, I've done a lot of golf today. I got Keith Stewart coming yep. up next. We'll get his picks. But I did have one thing that I never got to with you, and then we'll move on mm-hmm. to uh, the college basketball. Yeah, I didn't hear your thoughts on Anthony Kim coming out from under the rock and playing uh, in the live tour this weekend. Are you interested in seeing that? I mean, it, no. is that are you? I mean, have you have you completely forgotten about Anthony yes. Kim? Uh, yes. Was it surprising to you that he's playing? I got to be honest with you, Carver. Anthony Kim was supposed to be the next Tiger Woods to, for p- people that don't that know yeah. in the know of golf. Like this guy was a phenom, right? And we haven't. I, I just. I got to be honest with you. I forgot about Anthony Kim. I don't know where he's been. I don't know what he's been doing. But I got to be honest, it's not not a story that really moves the needle. But he's going to live golf. He's 150 to one this week. I love what you said. Under a rock. That's the whole thing. I know he kind of cryptically said, "Hey, there's a story to this," or you know, "I'll tell you the whole story later on." Okay, uh, I guess. I, I just uh, I'm not betting him at 150 to one. I can tell you that. I wish him the yeah, best though, because not- he seemed like a good kid. <laughs> Oh. People aren't, like you said, like I, when I saw that in the clip where he was like, uh, I'm not ready to tell the story yet. Or I'll eventually tell <laughs> well, well, again, well, like this isn't, like, people aren't like banging down the door uh, for ooh, the story. Like Anthony I think it's cool he's playing again. And here's the other thing with them. And yeah. look, uh, they gave him a lot of money and he's going to play. That's all fine and good, Cam. But they have him playing in the tournament that for the people that want to see Anthony Kim, I mean, they're teeing off at 3.30 in the morning, East Coast time. They're playing in Saudi Arabia this weekend. You know, they're not, you're not exact. You needed him to start, you know, in Vegas two weeks ago or wherever they were. You know, why are they, is his first tournament, and I'm sure maybe it's just the way it worked out, uh, but you got to have to go and uh, watch on that app that they have after when you wake up in the morning because yeah. he'll be playing at 3 o'clock in the also, morning. Also, Carver, so, people won't yeah. see him. If he if he embarrasses himself, it's better to do it in Saudi Arabia than on American soil. That's another uh, I thing. suppose that's that's possible as well, Kim. He's 150 to 1, by the way, uh, if you'd like to run to the window uh, for no. Anthony Kim in Saudi Arabia. Uh, we do welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast. Here on a Wednesday, Carver High and Cam Stewart in for Scotty Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM. Channel 159, Sports Byline, great to have you with us. All right, I got a lot of college basketball tonight, Cam. I got tons of games that we have to go through. But I have to give you one highlight from last night because I thought this game was awesome, and that was the Kentucky-Mississippi State game, which went back and forth. Kentucky was dogs on the road, of course. You had the unranked team favored over the ranked team, which is usually a pretty good play. First, this is a long sequence here. This kid on Mississippi State makes an absolutely ridiculous three to tie the game, but Reed Shepard left with enough time to win it for Kentucky on ESPN. Well, he's got and it. And he did. And he will shoot it. And he did. And he buried it. And he did. It. Seven three of the night. Chance for Kentucky. Shepard. Uh, <laughs> how about that nice. that was hey cam i said this to coach that was a hell of a game that kentucky it mississippi was. state game 
Very similar, like the Washington State, Arizona, like where the Washington State, yeah. they won on a four-point play, but Arizona didn't hit, but Kentucky did. Very scary team. Gabe and I talked about it. Come tournament time, if they get a good draw, Kentucky could be a handful for people. Mississippi State's no slouch. They're a good basketball uh, team. No, no, no slouch at all. Kentucky's numbers uh, now at 22-1, to 1, by the way, went down, obviously, uh, after the win last night. Uh, we'll see. But, you know, they'll probably lose one more game that they shouldn't lose, uh, which will get that number back around 30. Uh, so you could probably just wait, Cam, for that to happen if you really want to back Kentucky. But everybody is. I think they have the highest percentage of tickets and money and everything else at all the books. One other thing. I had the uh, team total under for Cincinnati last night at 59.5 against Houston. Cam, you talk about an unnecessary sweat. Yeah. Cincinnati had 18 points at the half. <laughs> and I'm sitting there <laughs> – they had 18 yeah. points at the half, and they scored 41 in the second half. And I had to sit there and sweat down to the every play, every second. But, Cam, when you win, you get you feel good about talking about it the next day. Exactly. About the, like, the win. Oh, yeah, Under 59 like, and a half a winner uh, for the team nice total. Win, and uh, a uh, bad job by Kansas at home last night. They got blitzed in the second half that team? by BYU. Yeah, they BYU, got you, Cam. They got oh, Kansas has BYU's issues. Good. I agree. Oh, Kansas, these K- guys, they, get, oh, they they beat teams at home, then they lose on the road. Like, Kansas is not a – like, they're not a, they're the team they should be. As for BYU, this is the best Cougar team we've ever seen, Carver. Like, these yep. guys are they're, good, good. Yep. Uh, and this is better than the Jimmer teams. I know those Jimmer Fredette teams. Yep. That was a one-man team uh, when Jimmer Fredette right. was at BYU. These teams – this is a good team, and this is not your vintage Kansas team, as Cam was just saying. Don't go look in the back Kansas – in two weeks, uh, three weeks when this tournament starts, because they will lose to a really good team in the first weekend or in the Sweet 16. Uh, they're not a Final Four team this year. That's all that uh, that matters there. Uh, let's start the college game, and we'll finish it after I talk to Keith. I'll give you the first rack here. Missouri is in Gainesville tonight against Florida. A uh, bit of a fat number here for the Gators right now, uh, as this has now moved up to 12-and-a-half. You've got VCU laying a big number at home against Rhode Island. Game of the night, Tennessee minus seven and a half against Auburn. Providence getting 11 and a half at Marquette. They beat him at home a couple months ago. And Duke laying 20 and a half at home against Louisville tonight, Cam. Carver, this is Chalk City. The smallest spread we got is seven and yeah. a half. I kind of like the over in that Auburn-Tennessee game. And you know what? And I love Marquette. They're one of my future picks. But I got to take Providence at uh, plus 11 and a half in that spot. That's too many points for me. That's, that number's too big. That's my favorite out of that whole board right there, Cam. Uh, give me the – and that list, I think it was nine and a half, ten and a half last night. So it's gone up. Yep. Uh, but 11 and a half with Providence. Uh, they've beaten them this year. They've got the bigs down low. Uh, I think they'll be able to slow that game down and stay within that number. And I know Louisville sucks, Cam, but, man, that's 20 and a half is a big number. I know, dude, 20 and a half is a big number, dude. That's tough. (laughs) Same with Florida. That might be a little too much for Florida also, 13 against Missouri. That could be a little too much. Missouri Missouri stinks, but they could score a little. That's the one thing. Florida, it's too many points. I know the Gators, they were absolutely brutal at the start. But you know what, Carver? Too many points for me. These double-digit dogs are barking. I got to tell you, I'm with you on that one. Providence is my favorite as well. Uh, And, look, I I can't play the Auburn-Tennessee game because I can't stand Tennessee. So I don't want to play them. Uh, And I I just can't. I I don't like Rick Barnes. I'll never back Tennessee. And I don't think it's a great spot for Auburn. I don't want to take the points with Auburn, uh, but I certainly don't want to trust Tennessee uh, either. Cam, later on, we'll do the rest of these games. We've got other good ones, including uh, South Carolina's at Texas A&M tonight. St. John's and Butler playing a big game in the Big East. We have some late-night Pac-12 rivalry games, Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon State, Oregon. Uh, And we've got the hockey later as well. But we will do more golf with Keith Stewart. Read the line, the cognizant down at PGA National. We'll get Keith's picks next here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back from coast to coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us, of course. Golf Wednesdays on CCC cannot be completed without talking to our man Keith Stewart from Read the Line. Of course, Keith is with us every week, giving us his plays for the PGA Tour this week. And as we discussed earlier, we are heading to Florida, the Florida Swing, now the Cognizant Classic. No more Honda as we go to PGA National. And Keith, uh, good to see you as always. A very tough track, as usual, to start the Florida Swing. You're talking about 15 holes that have water in play. You have got uh, usually some wind action that shows up at some point throughout the weekend. We've seen Crazy swings here the last few years. Great playoff between Cole and Kirk. You had Berger blow a lead two years ago. Lowry blow it on 17 in that same tournament. So a lot of fun uh, at this course. I always love it. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got some good news for you about a tough track this year. And good afternoon there, Carver. Uh, it, the weather in southeast Florida has been really bad this winter. They've gotten a ton of rain. So I'm not just saying that the golf course is going to play softer than usual, but they haven't seen the sun in like two months down there. They've had 10 inches of rain. It's going to thin out the rough there. That ryegrass overseed hasn't really been taking. All reports I'm getting from down there, boots on the ground, are telling me the tournament organizers wish it was thicker, wish it was more lush. I was there last year, and it was dense. It was wall-to-wall. I think that the guys are going to take a little more advantage of this place from a length perspective because the rough around the greens and on the sides of those fairways and the greens being a little more receptive isn't going to make it as difficult. Average score is nine under par here. Wins, you go 10 under par, you win seven in the last 10 years. I think we're going to have it a little bit lower this year. Uh, and they also have uh, the one par four that they converted into the five uh, so now you're playing yeah. on the par 71 as well. So you have another stroke at that. And I think the biggest thing here this week before we get to your plays and your outrights is, you know, you usually don't have the big stars at this event. And um, maybe Honda, you know, they would have known if Rory was going to show up this year. Maybe they wouldn't have gotten out so fast. But Rory wanted to change the schedule a little bit this year, play a little bit more before the Masters. And they must love this uh, at, at PJ National. They got Rory in the house this week as a heavy, heavy chalk favorite. It, it never hurts to get Rory there, number two player in the world. Um, he didn't look great at the match the other night, though, against Max and Rose and Lexi. But it is Rory. He gives everybody a little hope, tons of hype. And um, I don't know. I don't know about that eight, you know, versus the other guys are up in the 20s. Oh. But, hey, you know, I, I – <laughs> Well, hey, we tell, we say that all the time. I, I don't know that there's any edge there. Um, but, you know, Rory is at a point right now. He's he's very good next week at Bay Hill. He's very good at players. If Rory has one goal in life right now, it's to win the Masters. So he's going to be working on things this week. I'm looking past him. I'm looking deeper into the board. Uh, I think he had a quote at the press conference this morning, Keith, that I saw where he said, I feel like I could play 10 more years. But if I got that green jacket, uh, I could go home tomorrow. So he, he, you're right. That is all that is on his mind uh, as he's all a few weeks away from Augusta. Let us know who you have got. Again, I love when we're reading the same mail, including uh, seeing that you think the postman maybe can deliver for us out here this weekend. Well, okay, let's start right there with JT. I mean, here's the thing. He has played great. You and I keep playing him out west. He's got a fifth, the sixth, the 11th. He did have a miscut in there. He comes back with a 10th. But but why hasn't he, you know, why hasn't he crossed the finish line? 
because the agronomy, right? Out West, some guys, they're just not great on POA. JT has won on Bermuda grass. We are on Bermuda grass carpet for the next couple of weeks. He is going to be way more comfortable. That little edge that he needs to get over the finish line for me is why JT is at the top of my card, along with the Georgia Bulldog, Russell Henley. Henley's had, he's striking the ball great out West. He needs a change of pace when it comes to the grass. You're going to see a trend throughout my whole card of guys that can really putt Bermuda and have shown, you know, the ability to kind of flash when it comes to Florida. No doubt. Uh, and I, and you still have Tom Hoagie on here at 60 to one. Uh, you've got Griffin in there at a buck 10 as well. Uh, last week was the first time. I guess that was the lowest price we've had all year, right? With nap winning uh, in Mexico. So bombs have still been kind of prevalent here for, so we need to keep a couple of longer shots on the card every week. No doubt about it. And I love Ben Griffin. I mean, Two of his last three starts on Bermuda grass have one's been a runner up. One's been an eighth place. So I love him at that number. He was T 21 there last year. And then as far as Hoagie goes, I'm tired of all this talk where everyone's like, Oh, Hoagie, all he does is miss the cut there. That was years ago. Tom Hoagie's a different player right now. And he's definitely a different player. At what I saw on the West coast, this guy's hitting it really, really good. And he's played well in Florida before. He's had some great finishes at the players. You know, I, I think that Tom Hoagie, the way he flushes the golf, I mean, who's going to score on these par threes? The number one you know, approach bucket here is 175 to 200 yards. He leads the field. He leads the field in approach, period. How is this guy not on your card to do something? Come on. I mean, and he's won before. I agree. Uh, I think he's a must-add, and and even if you want to go uh, for 10s and 20s with him, uh, we got no problem there, that's for sure. Let's get to your placements, and the lead guy I want to talk about with you there on your card is, of course, Eric Cole, because it seems to me, Keith, that this is going to be the most played guy, it feels like, everywhere that I'm looking, uh, whether it's pools, whether it's outrides. Everybody loves Eric Cole this weekend, rightfully so. Played great here last year, losing in the playoff to Chris Kirk. I mean, he's your one-and-done pick. Eight of his last 12 starts are in the top 20. I mean, that's only bested by J.T. Poston, who has, I think, 10 of his last 15 starts are a top 20. So both of those guys are on my card in that top 20 zone. I really think Russell's going to have another top 10 there for the third year in a row. And then you get a little further down the card. Nobody ever wants to lay money on a placement. But you know what? Everybody loves to win money on a placement. Everybody's talking about Cbez. Right, we've got to get Christian Bezadenhut in there somehow. He may have a by tomorrow morning. He may end up on my outright card, or he might be a great live ad. I mean, he's a fantastic ball striker, like a hoagie. You're hearing guys' names like Adam Spence and whatever, but Cbez can really putt. So I love him. I got hoagie there again, and Ben Griffin because you know Griffin last year in Florida when he went Honda API players, he gained an average strokes gained total of five and a half per event. This was a, this was his best stretch of the year, and it's because of the agronomy and because the kid keeps the ball in play. I I feel really good about this placement card, and I'm so happy we're no longer on the West Coast and Pacific time. I'm done with it. It's time to change uh, the clocks, and it's time to change our luck. Uh, I agree with you on that, and I gave everybody the note earlier, uh, whether you're in one-and-done pools or even to get your, your, your plays in, you know, you don't have that buffer in the morning now with being out of the West Coast. This is a 6.45 a.m. East tee-off, so make sure you get all your action in tonight before you put the head on the pillow because they're going to be going uh, when you wake up tomorrow morning uh, down there at PJ National. All right, what do you got for the head-to-heads? Okay, I've got on over M. M really struggled on the West Coast. You know I was out there. I saw it week after week. He lost strokes in every major category at Riviera. Ben on. He gained over seven total strokes at Riviera. So I like him trending into there. I know people love him at Honda, but you know what? I, I think this is just basically on recency bias. I think that's the play. And then I've got Hoagie over List. Hoagie for all the res- reasons I mentioned earlier. And List, a lot of people aren't talking about this. They all love his ball striking. But you've got to have that balance of bogey avoidance and birdie or better here. And guess what? In his last seven events, Luke List has lost strokes around the green. How's he going to get up and down? This place is tough. And I'm telling you right now, I think I I love those two head-to-heads. 
Uh, and watch the lives uh, on Saturday and Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. Big swings at this place uh, as we get down into the final round. Keith, tremendous job as always. Next week, you'll be down there. Orlando, Bay Hill, Arnie, I love it. I'll see you then, Keith. Thank you as always. Can't wait for the sunshine. Keith Stewart, read the line. We're back on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High and Cam Stewart in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us. All right, Cam, let's go here. We got the rest of the college basketball. We started with some of the early tips uh, earlier this hour. I've got more for you, including Northwestern heading to Maryland tonight in Big Ten action. We have Maryland, of course, uh, favored at home in that one. That's at five and a half now. DePaul is at Xavier tonight. DePaul is pathetic. Xavier's uh, laying 19 and a half. Iowa State's nine and a half point favorite. At home against Oklahoma, we've got Colorado laying 11.5 against Cal. And Oklahoma State, minus 2.5 against UCF. You know, UCF's one of those teams, Cam. Uh, they can they can surprise you. They can sneak up on you some nights. Uh, and they've got some wins in the Big 12 this year. I kind of like them on the road tonight in Stillwater. They haven't been, they've been a lot better at home than on the road, UCF. But I kind of like them tonight uh, against not a very good Cowboy team. I agree with you. I think the, the line tells you everything you need to know. I think you Central Florida is live, Carver. All out of the other games, I don't know. Like DePaul, when I watch DePaul play now, I'm like, what the hell happened? Uh, like, I, I just don't understand. It's just, it's like, it's one of those programs you think being in Chicago, whatever, it is at the bottom of the bottom of the barrel, man. I don't know. 19 and a half point dogs can't even do it. On that board, yeah, Central Florida is my favorite play on that board, Carver. Iowa State should be able to take care of business against Oklahoma. Great home team. I, I kind of like Maryland as well uh, at home tonight against Northwestern. Uh, if I wanted to go there, it's come down a little bit, so I'm in it. And I, I said this to Pharrell the other day, uh, Cam. John Wooden could come back from the dead, and he couldn't turn <laughs> DePaul around. That's how bad the, That's how bad he DePaul couldn't. is. They, they have been so bad for so long. There's nobody that's coming in uh, and is going to fix that problem, that's for sure. Uh, South Carolina down to College Station tonight, Texas A&M. Uh, this is one of ours. We always love these camps. Uh, the system plays. You have the unranked team favored over the mm -hmm. ranked team at home. Now, it didn't go very good last night for Mississippi State. They lost. I'll go back to it tonight. Even though it's a heavy number, I'm going to lay the five and a half with Texas A&M. Basically an elimination game between St. John's and Butler tonight in the Big East with the one and a half. Creighton yeah. laying eight and a half at home against Seton Hall and Minnesota, who is the best team against the spread in college basketball this year. They are number one in the country. I believe they're 22 and four, 23 and four against the number. Well, they're getting a big number tonight, Cam, in Illinois, 11 and a half. 
Well, you saw what happened last game. Everybody jumped on Minnesota when they find out that ATS trend. Nebraska took them out to the woodshed on Sunday. It was an absolute debacle. Uh, as for Seton Hall, I was hoping Seattle had some inside information for us there. He being a Seton Hall grad, I don't want to lay eight and a half with Creighton in a bounce back spot. I'm with you. I think Texas A&M takes care of business. Can Carver, South Carolina, not the same team. They went on a little bit of a run and they've come down back down to earth a little bit. And Butler St. John's, do we fade St. John's after their big win over the weekend? I'm thinking about doing it at minus one and a half with Butler. You know, it's like uh, me, me and Coach were talking about this before. I mean, the loser of this game is basically going to be out. Like, in terms of you yep. got so many of these teams in the Big East on the bubble right now. And this is big for St. John's. They're 16 and 12 right now. They finish next week with uh, their last two league games are DePaul and Georgetown. So if they could ever win this game, they could finish uh, on a little bit of a run heading into the Big East tournament and maybe be able to sneak themselves in. Uh, I like St. John's tonight, Cam. I, I think that they've turned the corner since Patino laid them out uh, a few weeks ago, uh, and, and they're 2-0 and since then. I'm going to stick with them tonight here in this spot. Uh, next, the late-night tips. Bama visiting Ole Miss. And what I love about this game is, Cam, uh, how about 166 and a half Woo. for the total? I mean, that thing, you can't make it high enough. Boston College is one and a half point favorite over Virginia. That's a little fishy. Arizona lane, 11 and a half on the road against their rival Arizona State. And the Ducks, quack, 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 splashing around with the yep. Beavers tonight. 13 and a half in Eugene. We always love when the Ducks and the Beavers splashing around, this time in Eugene, not in Corvallis, Cam. I love Beavers, Ducks. Yeah, good good times. Uh, this is an interesting game. 13 and a half seems like a lot of points. Carver, this could be like trappish. I don't know what the deal is. I know Arizona is a good basketball team, but do you really trust them? I'm looking at these spreads. No. no, I do not trust you guys on the road to win by 12 or more against your rival. I'll take a shot with Boston College against Virginia. I know that's kind of a weird situation, but Virginia, I don't trust them on the road either. What, what have we learned about college basketball? We want these home teams. Alabama and Ole Miss, that's a tough game. That's a very, very tough game. Lean to Alabama there. I think it's an over, Cam. You like one sixty six and a half over? When they right. when they make it that when they make it that high, they can't make it high enough. You know, for me, I, I just go after it. Let, let's fly, man. Let, let's just let it go uh, tonight with that one. And I kind of lean, and I lean Ole Miss as well, uh, getting the points at home in that game against Alabama. They're, they're the more desperate team right now in terms of where they are, uh, in terms of the bubble, the seeding, et cetera. I'm going to go with Ole Miss uh, in that. So there you go. College what basketball. What do you think about Virginia and Boston College, though? That total? 127 and a half. I know we, they have that, ooh, Virginia game's under. I'm not sure. I don't know, man. That's pretty light. But See, it feels that that's it's the same thing, Cam, really every night with these Virginia games. If Virginia's going to win that game, it's probably a dead under, and it's 57-50, and it'll go way under uh, that total. And if Boston College wins, the game's in the 60s, uh, and it's probably going to sail through uh, that number that you have there. So I think it's kind of correlates to whoever you like in the game. I think the line says Boston College uh, with where it's at right now. Uh, Virginia's a better team, and BC being the short favorite at home, uh, feels to me, Cam, like that's the side uh, there. I'd rather play the side than the total if I was going to get involved uh, in BC and Virginia tonight. Uh, there you go. College rack. Uh, tons of great games uh, for you on a Wednesday night. How about hockey uh, now, yes. Cam, uh, for you? Everybody loves hockey, as we always say. Uh, yep. We talked earlier about some in-game stuff, and obviously you and Gabe do it at night, and me and Joe do it on the radio. We're always looking for in-game the Leafs and the Knights last night were scoreless oh, with 10 minutes left in the second period. They were halfway through under. the game. Mm -hmm. And, Cam, they hung a three-and-a-half up on the board. And I had to go and, gra and grab that. Yeah. Over three-and-a-half, it was half the game left. Uh, and sure enough, I didn't know you had the under. I mean, they, they even sailed through the pregame uh, yeah. with eight goals the rest of the way. Crazy game. I got to tell you, Carver, there were a couple of games, like I did take the over three and a half as well when it was posted, but not for nearly enough. And I got to remember, like sometimes I got to really bail out fully. That uh, that Philadelphia-Tampa Bay game, that was unbelievable as yeah. well. I was doing in-game live with Sherapan there. I, I go, I'm on the under there. And that game somehow, went, 
Turned five two. I can't lie to you. I got murdered with totals last night in, in hockey. Yeah. Like Gabe and I were on the Vancouver under two, three, three. Penguins win four, three. Unders were my demise last night. We like it was just one of those situations. I hit the over in the Devils game, but man, well, that was kind of. I crazy. saw you I had the Sharks in the first period, right, Cam? Did, did you have the Sharks yeah. in the first period yes, last night? I did, I did <laughs> have the Sharks in the first period. The things went sideways, and then a converted touchdown yeah. for the Jets. Yes, extra point. It's is funny, good. like the the yes. Sharks. The Sharks scored the first goal of the game, and they scored the last goal of the game. Yes. Problem is, they let up a touchdown in between uh, the first and the last goal of the game. So, seven to two. Hurt, they were leading at the first period, but Blackwood got hurt. Kakinen came in, and yeah, the, it was Kakinen. I'll tell yeah. you that. No good there. <laughs> uh, that's for sure. All right. I do have, uh, I wanted to do some of this because you're here today, and we have some hockey for you uh, in terms of futures odds. Here's the Eastern Conference uh, right now today. Uh, at BetMGM, Panthers at four to one are the favorite. Then the Bruins, Hurricanes, Rangers, Leafs are seven. Then the Lightning, Devils, Penguins. Everyone else thirty or more. I, I think it was either me and uh, it might have been me and Gabe yesterday talking about this uh, camp. I don't like backing either of the teams that went to the Stanley Cup final the year before. I think it's uh, nope. very difficult to get all the way back to that point. You had Florida with this great run through the East last year. I feel like the East this year, you're going to get uh, one of these chalk heavies, whether it's Boston or the Rangers. I, I feel like this is a year where one of those teams is going to come out of the East, and the Cinderella stories aren't going to happen in the Eastern Conference this year. I, I got to be honest with you, Carver. Boston, to me, I have a different opinion of the Bruins and other people. I don't think they're as good as people think. I think they I got a good goaltending with Swayman. I don't think they're deep enough, and I think they're done in the playoffs. The Panthers are tough, but I don't want to bet them at four. I think Seattle's Rangers are the play. If I'm going to take a chalk team, Shesterkin hasn't even played his best hockey. I think the Rangers are built very tough. They have, they can beat you in a lot of different ways. Their goaltending, as crazy as this sounds, the Leafs at seven, no one's even given them a chance. Like you know, I'm, I, and I'm a fan. No. They usually gag, but that price is pretty nice actually. Remember, their goaltender Wall is out. They've been playing Samsonov and Jones and all. You know what I mean? So. If this kid comes back and he's actually healthy, it could be interesting. But I like the Rangers at plus 475. I could see the Bruins losing like like last year. You know, they got they got blitzed by a, a younger, faster Florida team mm-hmm. out of nowhere in that first round. Like, you know who I could see doing that to them this year? Like, I could see the Red Wings doing that oh, to Boston ball. in the first round. Like, they play a team like Detroit. Uh, I could see them going in there uh, and really taking that – Fast-paced, up-and-down style to Boston, and and they don't like that. That's going to be the tricky team, Cam, uh, to watch uh, in the East. You know, if they get one of those wild-card spots, they're going to give one of those teams a very tough time. On the West side of things, the Oilers are the favorite. Uh, We were chatting about this, I think, even off the air. I I would never bet on the Oilers. I'm stunned that the Oilers are favorites for anything. Eastern Conference, Stanley Cup. They never win when it matters. Uh, Avalanche, I think the Avalanche, the Stars, the Jets, Vegas, I think all those teams would beat Edmonton in a seven-game series in the playoffs. All of them. I just I just don't understand the uh, number, and God bless them. If they get it done, that's Edmonton. You can't bet them at that price. It's a bad price for Edmonton, and no. what have they done? They've never won in the playoffs before. The Avalanche are still the Avalanche. I love them, and the Stars at 5-1. to one. Yes. We'll come back with more coast-to-coast on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. 
Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High, Cam Stewart. In for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us. All right, we're doing some hockey. Actually, before we get there, I got to mm-hmm. tell you uh, that BetMGM is doing it again. They're giving away free money. How about betting $5 and getting $150 back instantly? Are you kidding me? What do we have to do here? How about downloading the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visiting BetMGM.com? Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account. This is for new customers. Place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. Once you have placed a bet, you will receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Win or lose, you got to use bonus code SG150, SG150. BetMGM, giving away free money. Bet five, get a buck 50. Uh, We love that here on Coast to Coast. All right, Cam, I still have... Uh, a couple of things. I, we kind of got chopped off there. Before I move on to the next mm-hmm. thing, I gave you those Western uh, conference yeah. odds. And, and we, we let, let's just spend a minute on it here. I, I get why the Oilers are favored. They have, they've been playing great since they fired Woodcroft. They have Connor McDavid. They have a, But they don't have a goalie who's any good. They don't have defense. And those are the things that win in the playoffs. And even... You know, even a couple years ago, Cam, you know, they made it to the conference finals. But when they play a complete team, a team like Colorado, mm-hmm. they're not beating a team like that. They're just not, you know. And they, Dallas is a complete team. I feel like Winnipeg could beat them. I feel, I you know, who, I, who else did I say? Vegas, who's the defending cup champs, could beat them. I, I, I think they could beat Vancouver. You know, Vancouver would be a, a crazy series uh, if they played them. Because Vancouver's got a lot, of, you know, this is kind of going to be their first year on the block. They're smashing everyone in the regular season. That usually doesn't translate, Cam, to the playoffs when a team out of nowhere smashes everyone in the regular season. They usually go out quickly. But I can't get behind the Oilers whatsoever. Here's the deal, Carver. I was just thinking about this too. The, the Kings are seven to one. They're without Stone and Eichel, who will be back for the playoffs because of those crazy rules with the salary gap. You got the long-term injury. These guys come back. Aiden Hill, like I saw them play against the Leafs, they beat them without their team. Like they're missing two stars. Like Vegas is seven to one. You're almost getting double the value that com- in comparison to the Oilers. So yeah, if you want to bet a couple teams in the West, I think you can. You just scrap, put a line through Edmonton, and I, you know, like Stars at five and the Golden Knights at seven. I I like the Jets as well. And the one the one issue is can they score enough? But Hellebuck can steal games. That's the thing. I'd rather have them as well. So you bring up a really good point. Like, I, I literally would have, like, the second, third. Hell, I'd, I'd rather have the Canucks at plus 550. What I'm telling you, basically, is I don't want the Oilers. And I like a lot of other teams there. And I think the Golden Knights at seven yep. offer value. I, I do, too. Uh, I'm with you 100%, Cam. All right, these are the teams that have been uh, sending the people to the window the most uh, this year. In terms of units, obviously, NHL is a lot different, Cam, uh, in terms of money line than some of these other sports. Uh, but the Blues, plus wow. 9.2 units, uh, have been the best money line team so far this year. Red Wings, Canucks, Panthers, and Jets among the worst. The Blackhawks, minus 16.7 units. Then Arizona, the Islanders, who have been pathetic despite that yep. win in Dallas the other night. The Blue Jackets and the Senators, those have been your worst teams at the window. It's funny, Carver. I've been betting the Red Wings a lot this year, and that's been good. And I still sometimes bet the Senators, which is very bad. I got to get off this team. I don't know what the hell's wrong with them, but every year I think they're going to get better. They just suck. Actually, their goaltending, you want to talk about bad goaltending? Go to Ottawa. They got the worst tandem in the league. These guys are just a train wreck. Uh, As I mean, for Arizona, <laughs> yeah. oh, they're hey. awful. Awful. Oh, Carver, can you believe Arizona, too? They're favored against Montreal. I know Montreal is awful, but Arizona, yeah. ever since they got that news about, like, hey, we need to, you know, what's happening with the arena? And the minute that announcement was made, this team kind of, like, folded shop. It's like they had a good little thing going on at the mullet for a while. Yeah. Now reality's sunk in, Coyotes. You're going nowhere fast. And the Blackhawks are money burners. I know Connor Bedard is the future, but this team, you can't even, they're an un- unbettable hockey team. 
Uh, and the other thing I got for you is the uh, best over and under teams. You were just talking about getting hammered with the totals uh, last yeah. night around the league. Uh, the Avalanche, Canucks, Coyotes, Devils, Islanders, and Senators, the best teams to the over. Mm. As far as the under goes, Florida, Buffalo, Chicago, L.A., Pittsburgh, and Winnipeg uh, on the underside of things, Cam. Don't you find that interesting, Carver, when I'm looking at the unders? The Sabres are 36 and 23 to the under. Yeah. And people talk about yeah. the goaltending. Like, I, I bet overs in their games. I'm like, well, why, why is it? These Sabres games, always six. They never get the six and a half. You know what I mean? Like, they just stay under the number. The Kings, you can understand that. The Blackhawks can't score. As for overs, the Avalanche have firepower. And the Vancouver Canucks, yeah. I was on the under in their game last night. That was kind of a stooge play. But, uh, you know, Gabe and I were both on six and a half, and it looked pretty good. And then Pittsburgh tied it up, and we were toast when it went to overtime. But, yeah, I can understand that. I'm surprised, actually, that the Islanders are on the over list. But then again, Carver, your Islanders, they put them at five and a half and six. Right? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And you're right. They have a lot of five and a halfs and sixes. But this is not the same Islander team from two, three, four years ago. This is not the Barry Trotz Islanders, two, three, one games. They don't yeah. play that way anymore, Cam. Uh, they're, they're playing track meets now, to be quite honest with you. They give it up doesn't more work goals. For them. They, their penalty kill is pathetic. It is the worst in the NHL since January 1st or since all year, whatever it is. They're, they can't stop anyone uh, when they're on the power play. So uh, that's why the Islanders, you see them up there on the over list. We only have two games tonight in yep. the league. First, Columbus is at the Garden against the Rangers. Now, the Rangers had a 10-game winning streak, Cam. That got snapped on Sunday in Columbus, the worst team in the Eastern Conference. So, revenge spot here as we change venues, but some heavy lumber. Minus 250 for the Rangers, plus two bills for Columbus. Six and a half is the total. You know, I usually, Cam, uh, will only lay... The puck line, uh, lay the goal and a half if I'm getting some sort of plus money. Like I that's like uh, just a rule of me. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna yep. lay juice if I'm laying the puck line too. I might make an exception here tonight because I think the Rangers are gonna absolutely smash Columbus at the garden. I'm with you. Revenge spot. Columbus beat him four to two on Sunday. That snapped the streak. I'm gonna take the Rangers in the first period, Carver, and I told you I don't want to lay a buck ninety, so minus a half plus 115 in the first period is something I can stick my teeth into. Over one and a half. I'm going to attack the first periods like last night. That's the only good thing I did with the Sharks game. I won all my money in the first period. Gave it all back for the game. Good work, SJ Sharky. But I'm with you. Rangers 5, Columbus 2 tonight. Let's go. Hit the over as well. Yeah, I think you're you're exactly where uh, we want to be in that game, Cam. Uh, and a nice early start in the first period would be good too. Uh, the other game, this is the national TV game. St. Louis is in Edmonton against those Oilers we were talking about before. Minus 300 this is at now. Up to the second. <sighs> the Blues are plus 240. The total six and a half. <laughs> you know, we just had that graphic up there, Cam, of the best teams on the money line this year. And the Blues were at the top of it for plus 9.6 units. And why? Because of lines like this. You know, it's look at this. Plus 240 against Edmonton tonight. And I, I think they could win in Edmonton, Cam. People don't think the Blues are that great of a team. They're a little bit over 500. Yep. You can get a sleepy oiler team tonight. I, I'll take a shot with the Blues at plus 240 here. You know what? I was going to do an automatic Rangers-Oilers parlay, and the voice said, don't put the Oilers in it. Find something else. They're like Rangers to the over. I'm with you, Carver. They're treating the Blues like these guys are the Arizona Coyotes or a bottom feeder in the lead. They're still – they can win games. They get no respect, this team. Like, you're out, like the Blues might as well not even exist. I find that division, the Central, you look at some of their odds, like Nashville's winning games, they price them horribly as well. It's just these teams have no popularity, which is and, – and they price them really poorly. You know what, Carver? You're smart. You're onto something. Like, the Oilers might blow them out of the water, but you know what? You can't lay almost 3-1 to one with Edmonton. That's just stupid. Well, I'm not that smart, Cam. There's plenty of nights I don't go to the window uh, afterwards. So there's plenty of, plenty of nights, Cam. I'm not going to the window. So oh, I was a dope last night. Thing. I can tell you we that. Try, I'm like, why did I bet try, so much Cam. on hockey? We try our yes. best. Uh, but that's for sure. Uh, so only two games. Uh, let's have some fun with them here uh, tonight on the ice. Uh, I do have a couple things. We're almost out of time, Cam. Time flies uh, when me and Cam yep. are together on Coast to Coast. Uh, I did want to give you this because – Everybody loves Otani. He made his Dodger debut yesterday. He had to go long ball uh, for all the people that paid those big prices out in Arizona yeah. to go see him at spring training. Here we go. Spectrum Sports Net LA for Otani. 
Here is Otani in what will more than likely be his final at bat today in his Dodger debut. Swung on, hit high in the air to left and deep. This ball carrying. This ball is gone. It is Dodger debut. Shohei Otani brings them to their feet. A two-run home run. That's what they've been waiting for. Show me the way. Well, that is a strong man right there. Oh, you like that, Cam? Show me the way. Show yeah, me the yeah, way. Show Come me on. the way. Uh, yeah, right I'm not going to say. Uh, <laughs> now, Here's the deal, Carter. Five and zero. Oh. Everyone who played the Dodgers win total. Can every, we start now? You're already. You're already. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, a like, lock, it's a lock, Cam. It's a lock. 103 it and a half. A I mean, but get it now before they get bump it up to 104, 105. I mean, it's it's definitely going to get there. But since Otani homered, I figured I'd give you this uh, regular season home run leader. Now there's there is this school of thought here, Cam, that Otani doesn't have to think about pitching this year. He's not going to pitch here this first mm -hmm. year in L.A. More time to focus on just hitting long balls. They're giving you 10 to one for I him agree. to have the most. Home in Major League Baseball this year. Now, obviously, Judge is the favorite. We know the deal with Judge. He's made a glass. Uh, if you if you can guarantee me that Aaron Judge is going to play 135 or 140 games this year, then fine. Not. He probably is going to hit the most home runs in baseball. Olsen hit a ton last year. You got Schwarbaum always in the mix. But that Otani 10-to-1 number is very enticing considering he's not going to have to worry about pitching. You're reading my mail, Carver. I think it's an extremely great price for a team. The Dodgers are going to rack up runs. He's going to be huge. He's going to hit the long ball. Vladimir Guerrero with the arbitration with the Blue Jays, somebody to consider this year. He's kind of an all-or-nothing player right now. You're going to give me 22 to 1. It's something that I'll look at. He might not be. He'll be at the top, but 22 to 1 offers a lot of value to me. You said it. If Judge plays like 125 games, that's a lock at plus 375. But nothing's a lock with this guy's injury history. Nothing at all. Uh, and I was telling uh, Davis earlier that uh, I guess Yamamoto, uh, the pitcher, made his debut for the Dodgers today. Uh, yep. He smoked everybody. He struck out three to six batters. <laughs> he faced. He threw tons of strikes. So the Dodgers are going to be very, very tough uh, to deal with this year. That's for sure. A couple of quick football notes, Cam. In fact, I might even uh, give you a few even in the next segment before we leave. Uh, yep. The Chiefs have uh, done a lot of work today. They're going to cut. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, they're going to save $12 million on the cap by doing that. It sounds like they're going to use their tag on cornerback Legereus Sneed. Uh, so that's the chief word uh, for today. The Jets are going to let Zach Wilson look for a trade. Well, how nice of them, Cam. They're gonna, I got a better idea. You care about yeah. the kids so much? Just release him and let him go wherever he wants. Right, we need to look for a trade. We're going to trade for him. I don't, He's got no value I, whatsoever. What, what, I'm going to tell you something, stupid. Carver. Yeah. I might get fired for this comment. I think he goes anywhere else. Uh -oh. He's actually going to save his NFL career. I don't think he's bad wow. as everyone thinks. He I think he's a very good athlete. He'll figure it out. He can Damn. run. Man. Just tell him to use hey, his feet. This guy's not I said that this, bad. I said this to Marenzi earlier because he got, was getting after me about the J.J. McCarthy stuff. Sometimes with these high-pick quarterbacks, Cam, it's all about where you go, not how yep. good you are. And you're right. right. Maybe going somewhere else. You can actually see the stuff that we saw, uh, you know, when he was coming out as a prospect. All right, Bro Coast to Coast will come back. Uh, Carver High, Kansas, Scotty. Wrap this puppy up right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back from coast to coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High and Cam Stewart in for Scotty. Great to have you with us. All right, Cam, before we get out of here, one or two other things from the NFL. Of course, everybody's down in Indy. You've got the, the big draft. Everybody's going to run around in shorts uh, starting tomorrow. You have some of the players talking today. Caleb Williams was one of them. Uh, says he'll be excited if he's drafted by the Bears or anyone else. Well, God, Cam, I hope so. You know, you're going to be the first overall pick in the draft. You know, you should be happy no matter where you go because whoever that is, you're going to be the guy and you're going to make tons of money. All right? So, boo-hoo uh, if there's someone that doesn't want to go. Who cares? I'm, I'm with you. What is draft. this? Hey, Eric Lindros, <sighs> fight me. Like, enough of this stuff. You're right. a professional player. Right. You go where you get drafted. That is life. I will go anywhere to be a professional player. Anywhere. It doesn't uh, matter. And on – on the other side of the coin from that is, of course, the Justin Fields stuff. Now, I saw this video during one of our breaks. I was going to bring it up, and then Mafia put it here. Justin Fields' manager posted a video on social media of him. He was, like, jumping around all excited, and in the background, you can hear someone say uh, something about him going home, which makes everybody think he's going to get traded to Atlanta because he's from down there, Cam. So Justin Fields maybe to Atlanta. He looked very excited in the video. He had the story last week about him following all the guys on the Falcons on social media. Uh, so maybe Justin Fields uh, to Atlanta is something that's going to happen for us uh, here before free agency. As we played the GM yesterday, the said he's going to get rid of him. Don't yeah. you? Look at that division too, Carver. That's a division that changes I, that's a good every spot year. You got Robinson as a running back. You good got Drake him. London. You got Pitts. You got a, a young offensive line. You draft a couple other guys. Work on your defense. Like The Falcons are very close to being a good team. They lost a lot of heartbreakers. I love it, man. If Fields uh, goes Cam, there, over the top. Great job today. Uh, great having you here with me. Uh, and like, it, let's cash some tickets down at the Cognizant this weekend, Cam. I want some more winners uh, here with the sure. golf. Uh, great job by yeah. you. Great job by Keith Stewart as well. Coach Young, Davis Maddock, Gabe Morenci, Mafia and the crew. Game time decisions is next. Scotty back tomorrow. I'll see you tonight at Carver Lucci Sportsman Radio. Good night, everybody. See you then. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.